What's going on, everybody? It's the Searching for Something podcast. We look at everything and anything from every angle to see if something's worth talking about. And today, I want to take the time to have this be a self-reflective episode. Who are you? Whose life are you really living? How often are you paying attention to your breathing? You do it every day. You're doing it right now. It's what keeps you alive. But are you really making the conscious effort to focus all of your energy on your breath? When, when you really think about it, which is already funny to say, because how often are you really thinking? You know, of the 60,000 thoughts on average that you're experiencing per day, studies are showing that about 95% of that is subconsciously driven. So you are on autopilot. You are a creature of habit. And the life that you're living is a reflection of those habits. I mean, look at your physical state. Even your physical state is a direct reflection of your consumption habits. And so are we just blindly consuming or are we thinking about the things that we're doing? You know, we're on autopilot. A lot of us are on autopilot. You're not entering God time or what others call the flow state. It's just this experience of pure oneness of the now where time no longer exists and you just flow. You are water. How often are you entering that state? How often are you developing your own philosophies and mental frameworks to understand life? Or are you just blindly consuming what other people have said to think and then you become a mouthpiece for them and then you continue to spread those ideas? It's a lot easier to consume other people's ideas than actually thinking for yourself because thinking in itself is a brain exercise because it, you have to continue to peel back the layers of the onion to understand why you think that way, what makes it true, what has influenced you to think in that way. You have to continue to ask these questions. This is the only way that you actually understand who you are. Do you know who you are? Or do you just accept just not being your own person? You are what society wants you to be. You are what your family wants you to be. You are what your friends want you to be. Who are you? And I don't mean your occupation. Your occupation is not you. What you're passionate about is not you. Who are you? How can you actually describe yourself? Can you? And that's what I want to take this time is just to put this at the forefront of your mind. And if one person just takes away saying, you know what? I am going to ask these tough questions to myself. Who am I? Why am I in the career that I am in? Why do I hang out with the people that I do? Why do I live here? Why do I do the things that I do? Why? Look within. We're not doing that. We're not. We're on autopilot. And when you're on autopilot, you are easily influenced because you are not a, a thinker. You are not thinking for yourself. You just consume blindly. And there's a quote that makes me think about that I read and um, some ancient Chinese knowledge. And the quote goes, not knowing is blind ignorance and knowing is false understanding. And the reason why I provide that quote is because since we can't definitively know what's going on, some people may ask, why develop a philosophy to understand that of which that cannot be understood? They're like, what's the point? Let me just live life. I don't need to understand 
philosophy or develop my own mental frameworks to understand. And one little simple fact that I want to point to is that we have morality. Our logic is limited to our consciousness. We have certain parameters set on the way that we're able to experience the world. But our ability to be connected with others, I believe, is beyond logic. It's, it's part of the human experience. And we can logically break it down and explain why we are with other people and feel love and, and laughter. But it's, it's beyond that. It's just like looking at a waterfall. Yeah, we can explain the waterfall. We can explain how the water got there and all of the different aspects to what create a waterfall. But at the end of the day, the waterfall just is. And so in order to just be and to flow and direct your energy in the right direction, you need to understand the life that you're living. Why are you living this way? Why? I want you to actually question this. And it makes me think about life and the fact that it's theater. Everyone is an actor. Everyone is telling you what to think, what to say, what not to say, how to behave, how to go about career, what your passions should be. And the word passion, it's thrown out so many times. And I think it's the worst advice that you could give anybody. Do not follow what you're passionate about because somebody like myself, I'm passionate about a lot of things. And if you tell me to follow my passion, then every single day, my compass changes. If I want to continue to go and follow my North Star, then, if, but if I'm following my passion, North is always going to change. And then now I'm on a path, but now I'm just in circles. I'm not actually going anywhere. And I think that's, we're being explicitly told this because the system's created for you to be exploited and controlled. And when you're following your passions and when you're constantly reminded to follow your passions, you get confused because then there's a hierarchy of passions that's created in your mind. And then you're trying to determine which one is in first place, which is second. Can I do all of them? Should I do all of them? You're confused. And so now that you're in a state of confusion, I can better influence your behavior and say, hey, you know, why don't you do this? Why don't, hey, why don't you give me a hand over here and continue to think about what you're passionate about? So it continues to extend this time of configuring your compass. You know, you got to understand how to even read the compass. And if I can continuously confuse you, then I can make sure that you don't go anywhere. You don't go anywhere on your path because I need you. A lot of the people in this world are, are born and used as a pawn, like on a chessboard. Why can't you be the king or queen or somebody of higher regard that has more capabilities on the board? Why are you just, you know, reduced to, the, to a pawn? And it makes me think about the military. I definitely support the troops. And I understand that when we just look at human nature, war is inevitable. There's always been violence. There's always been chaos throughout all of human existence. So I understand the importance of a country being able to protect itself against, you know, enemies or intruders, whatever the case is. So you do have to have a strong military. That's just part of our primitive nature of, of being violent and wanting control and power over others. So I completely understand that, but there's a lot of us that are just brainwashed for the wrong reasons. And 
thrown into war and then your life is taken and you're buried and that's that. You were used simply to carry out someone else's, you know, dirty laundry. And so you're just this, that was your role in the, in the theater, in the act was just to die. So I don't know. For some people that truly is what they believe. And if that's truly what you believe and that's how you derive meaning in life is following directions from others and living for something that's greater than yourself, which is part of the appeal that that's in the pitch. I get it. I completely get it. But I think there's a lot of misguided people who are told to follow their passions. They get confused because they don't know what they're passionate about. And then that puts them in a perfect opportunity to be exploited, controlled, and deceived. It's part of the reason why the media, Hollywood, Hallmark cards, they keep telling you this. Okay? Then, let's say, for example, you quote-unquote sell out because you're not living your passion. Your passion isn't your main source of income. Well, then now you're living a life of guilt and shame. You're like, fuck. I'm not doing what I'm passionate about. Damn. And now you have this overwhelming weight of guilt and shame on your shoulders weighing you down, making you less confident in your own abilities because what's the point? You're just this person that doesn't even live for themselves, so why should I even take myself seriously? This is the train of thinking that does happen by simply telling somebody to follow their passion. It may take time to get to this point, but that's why I want to bring this to your attention. It's not about doing what you're passionate about. I think a better question to ask yourself is, what are the skills that I have that can serve the world? That's really, every person that we talk about that's in textbooks, they were able to do something that, others remembered and it's because more often than not it served the greater community it served the world and so a very polarizing figure that a lot of people may not agree with when i say this is steve jobs steve jobs although people say hey he was a piece of shit he was a bad person okay i understand that there's a lot of we're all people we all have flaws we're not perfect i i get that but when you look at the influence and the impact that this person had on the world, really what they were doing was serving the planet. When you serve the planet, you're rewarded for it. And so that may not have even been his passion. I don't know what his passion was. That's something that I got to read a little bit more about. But I know that he wanted to change the world. And I think if we were to adopt that type of mentality where we say, hey, it's not about doing what I'm passionate about. Because if you do what you're passionate about, you're doing something different every day, or at least a lot of people will be. And then you won't want to continue to build on those skills. Let's say I'm really passionate about surfing, okay? And I start to go every single day for five weeks and I'm getting really good. But then now I'm passionate about something else. Then I give up surfing. Well, I'm no longer able to sharpen those skills because now I'm engaged in something else. So it, it just leaves you in this place of never actually developing anything of true value. And when you don't develop anything of true value, you feel as if your life is a waste. Or at least when you start, it makes you get existential because you start to think about, you know, why am I here? What What's even the point in all of this? So 
by being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, who am I? What am I capable of? What am I good at? How can I serve the world? This is when you start to develop the true North Star on your compass. And then now you know the direction to go to. Because it's not about doing the things when you feel like doing it. It's about doing it when you know you don't want to. And it's through persistence, grit, resilience that you will see the results and what you're capable of. And I think that's part of the joy of being human is creating. But so many of us are just blindly consuming. We're just consumers. Not a lot of people are producing. They're just not. So that's how you become great. Putting one foot in front of the other and saying, hey, I'm really good at listening to other people. Let me continue to do that. Let me lean into that. How can I serve the world by listening to others? See, just that different frame is going to make you feel different as opposed to saying, I'm passionate about listening to others. Let me follow my passion. But then your passions change with time because you're not the same person every single day when you wake up. You, You have a fresh start something new but because we're creatures of habit we continue to fall into the rat race and we're back on the treadmill and we're chasing the carrot but why be on the treadmill why chase a carrot we don't need the external reward if you are able to understand that you are serving the world with by just being yourself and by the skills that the world has bestowed upon you that internal reward is what's going to continue to keep fighting, even when you don't want to keep going. There's a really powerful quote that I love by Earl Nightingale, and he defines success as the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So when you progressively realize that you're after something, you are a success. It's not about the outcome. It's about the journey that it takes to get there. It's cliche to say, but that's what it is. The person who loves actually just walking is going to go farther than the person who's just trying to get from point A to point B because they'll say, you know what? I got to point B, but that's not where I'm supposed to be at. I got to keep going. But if you really were banking on point B, then you might just give up. You might not leave there. And then now you sold out. You sold your soul. And now you are just a person who is empty and living the life of others. And by others, I mean the people who are in power and control because you are going to be used in some way. I mean, unless you go rogue and are a nomad and take a shit on the social contract of reality and just become a drifter, and and by all means, that's, that's definitely one of the way outs. But it's not the most ideal one because you want to be able to Most people want to live a life that's providing them some sense of joy. And there may be some sense of joy in going rogue and being a nomad, but I know it also brings a lot of uncertainty. And within uncertainty can breed anxiety and it can breed stress. So when you are progressively realizing what you want in life, you are on a straight line. You are straight and the world is not going to straighten you. Because when the world straightens you, it's putting you on a different path and then you're just going to be used. You're just an ant. You're an ant in the colony trying to serve the queen. And you're just, that's what your wiring is. And so I think life is so much more than just 
going to school and then getting a job and then dying, maybe having a family. Not everybody has the privilege of having a family, but it's so much more than what we've been sold. And I think part of the pitch was following your passions because there's a lot of things we like. And when there's a lot of things we like, we can get overwhelmed. And when we get overwhelmed, we take the easy way out. And the easy way out is usually the person saying, hey, uh, come work over here. It's convenient. This is aligned with what you studied. You might like it. And then you get comfortable. You get complacent. You plateau. And you start to feel that shame and guilt. And the shame and guilt is slowly going to want to take your life. And those are the shadows. We all have the shadow aspect of our psyche, like Carl Jung had so deeply had went into. So we all have that within ourselves. And when we feed the shadows what they want, and what they want is for you to be a piece of shit, for you to eventually kill yourself. Because if you can trick a tadpole that would eventually grown into Godzilla to kill itself, then you are going to maintain your position of control and power. And that's something that we need to think about. So who are you? I want to I want you to start thinking about that right now. Who are you? You're not your occupation, you're not your friends, you're not your passions. Who are you? How when you look in the mirror, look at yourself in the eyes and what are you providing to the world? What can you provide to the world? Maybe that's something you've never even asked yourself because you're just so blindly on the treadmill chasing the carrot. Then we go to school and then we clock in, we clock out. It, everything is conditioning us to be this actor in a play. It's theater. They want you to be in the show. But sometimes you're saying, you know what, dude, this isn't my show. I'm not here just to be an extra. I want to be leading my own project. I want to embark on my own endeavor and make something of myself. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a billionaire. This isn't about even money. Money is a very important tool in the world, and you definitely need it to have some level of happiness. People say, oh, you don't need money to be happy. That is kind of bullshit to some extent because money is what is going to provide you shelter, food, clothes on your back. And you want to be able to give experiences to your friends and your loved ones, everything. Unfortunately, that is the cold, hard reality of the world is money. And so a lot of times when people are looking at themselves in the mirror and trying to understand what they're passionate about and they say, fuck, I can't make money, you know, being passionate about high school musical and watching movies. I can't make money about that. So damn, 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 damn. So they just keep beating themselves up because they can't monetize their passion. So it's not about the passion. It's about understanding what can you provide to the world? What skills do you have? What is missing in the world right now? Look at the market. Look at everything you buy every single day. What are you buying? What are you consuming? What are you scrolling on your phone? What apps are you on? What shows are you watching? Are you reading books? Are you lit? What are you consuming? And when you take a step back and understand what you're consuming, that will start to help you understand the trajectory of the kind of person that you are because you are product of your habits and everything that you are is just through habit. Somebody who is an Olympian like Michael Phelps, one of the most decorated Olympians of all time, this man trained every single day for five years straight. 
he did not miss a single day of training for five years. Yes, he has the genetic gifts to make somebody a world-class Olympian, but if he didn't put in all that work every single day, he would not be the most decorated Olympian of all time. So you have skills, you have things that you can provide to the world. Look within, ask yourself, what are they? Who am I? Who am I serving? Am I happy? And the thing is, happy in itself too is maybe not even the best word to use because it's not about being happy. It's really not because happiness comes and goes. It's a, it's a little spike of dopamine. You know, oh, I feel this. And then this puts you back on the treadmill because then you're chasing happiness. And then what, now you're living a hedonistic lifestyle? All you want is more and more and more. When you live that kind of life, you realize that nothing is ever going to satisfy you because you want more. So it's not about consuming. It's not about being happy. It's about serving the world and making those around you better through your own special contributions. And maybe you are really thoughtful. Maybe you're funny. Maybe you are understanding. Do simple deeds. Give back. And giving back doesn't mean that you need to go give up all of your Saturdays and Sundays and, and spend time at a soup kitchen. That doesn't mean that. That means that you can simply see a homeless person. This is something that I do all the time, and it always makes me feel better, is that if I see a homeless person outside of a gas station and they you know, initiate a conversation with me and say, hey, can I have some money? I say, you know what? I'll do something even better. Why don't you come into the store with me, grab anything you want, and we'll go from there. How does that sound? Nine out of ten times, they will say yes. There are some people who have told me, fuck you. And I said, you know what? I was ballsy. Um, whatever. And I continue on with my day. But something as simple as that, providing something to somebody else, it will make you feel better. That's what life is about. It's helping others, leaning into your skills, your gifts, and sharing them with the world. Share who you are with the world. And when you do share and you feel somebody accept you, you'll realize that it's not about being happy or about luxury or about whatever frivolous bullshit you've been sold and told to place importance on. It's really, when you boil it down, serving the world, being a good family member, whether it be a brother, sister, whatever, uncle, father, mother, whatever role and you want to call yourself, when you're able to benefit the community, you're benefiting yourself. That's why we're here. We're, we're social creatures, and when we all bind together, we are an unstoppable force. We're able to move mountains, and there may be mountains in your mind. There may be a whole lot of guilt and shame. And I asked yourself, forgive yourself. Forgive, and then reset. Forgive, reset. And by reset, I mean look at yourself in the mirror, maybe even grab a piece of paper and ask, who am I? And I want you to just start writing down words that first come to your mind. Let's create a little, you know, tree branch where just, okay, one word leads to the other. 
okay, I am this, I am that, I am this. And then once you get all of these different words and you start to understand how you're explaining yourself, I want you to then summarize those words and be like, okay, and categorize, okay, this these words are descriptive, this is how I approach the world. Whatever the case is, I want you to start systematically breaking down how you view yourself because once you understand who you are, then your shoulders go back, your back strains. You walk more with confidence. And I think that's what a lot of insecure people experience is they don't really know who they are. They don't really know what they can contribute to the world. Maybe they don't feel like they have any skills or any gifts to provide and that they are just this person to be exploited and used and abused and thrown away. You are more than that. And the only person that can really unlock that fact is you. So breathe, look at yourself in the mirror, ask, why do I think these things? What am I consuming? Who am I? And I truly believe that you will start to feel different on your day to day. You will be better suited to embark on your path. And it's all about putting one foot in front of the other. But this won't happen until you start to ask these questions. So thank you, everybody, for listening. I wanted this to be a self-reflective episode where you just ask yourself this stuff. Who am I? And the reason why I'm repeating it so much because I really want to drill in that point. Who are you? Why are you even listening? Okay? So with that being said, I appreciate you. And thank you for listening. You are an incredible person who is capable of so much. And if you ever feel as if there's nobody there for you and you have nobody to talk to, feel free to reach out to me because I'm always willing to give my ear and attention to somebody. Because I think that's one of the most important things that you can do to somebody is listen. Because when you listen, you make, feel, you make someone feel heard. When you make someone feel heard, they are seen. And when they're seen, they're like, wait, I'm real. Wait, I am in this human experience. Here's another human validating my experience and not arguing with me. They're just listening. You don't even have to say anything. Just listen. So I will always provide that gift of life to everybody, who, to anybody that truly needs it. So let that be a message to everybody listening. With that being said, good luck on your journey. And I look forward to hearing about the progress that everybody makes. Thank you so much.